everybody. So, as you know, last week I ventured into the uh, the realm of advice uh, submitted from a subscriber to the podcast, uh, a listener, and I am going to do another one today. Um, still to date, only these two submissions. So, if you enjoyed me uh, rambling about what I would do in this person's situation or my perspective or my advice on anything that you're thinking about or dealing with, life, relationships, whatever, I'll give it a shot. Um, you can drop it in my DMs on Instagram, either at um, Dying Alone Together, the podcast Instagram, or at my personal Instagram, Jack Tracy Official. You can also email them or send a voice note to necessaryoutlet at gmail.com. And if you send a voice note, I'll play it. And I will keep it anonymous. So last week was a bit heavy. We had somebody who did not want to be married anymore and felt controlled and financially dependent. So I gave my my thoughts and um, perspective on that and shared a little bit about my life experiences with that. And today is a bit different. <laughs> today is someone looking for a relationship and I know that this person is, and I only think it's important because I'm going to talk about it, um, a gay male person of color. And I mention that they're a person of color because I think there's a piece of that to this question. You may not understand why at first, but hopefully I'll talk about it when you hear the question. So it's not so much a question, but this is a person asking for, if you're ready, Tips on finding a virile, well-dressed alpha top of my dreams that's not hetero. (laughs) Girl, if I knew how to do that, do you think I'd be on this podcast talking to all of you? (laughs) Kidding. Uh, Mildly kidding. All right. So I know this person, so I know a little bit more about them. They are very physically fit. I know that they look for that in others, and they live a little outside sort of a major gay city that would require them to to travel a little bit to get to like a large concentration of gay people. So I don't want to judge our subscriber because he wrote in. How nice. And Dan Savage does that a lot. Even the ones who write in and are just like complete like lunatics or assholes. He like really like, you need it. He yells. I don't like that. It's like they called in. Maybe like fix your tone, Dan. Um, But I do have some criticisms and some critiques and some things that I think are (laughs) shining through this message. Which is everybody is entitled to have a type. Everyone is entitled to be sexually attracted to what they are sexually attracted to. Everyone is entitled to put whatever they want on their vision board and go and seek it out. However, the more specific you are, like granular detail, the less chance you're going to have of finding it. And that's fine. But you need to accept that the limitations you've imposed are your own and if you don't end up finding that thing that you're looking for under those specific circumstances you need to be happy with being alone and that's that is it that is whatever you decide on that when you weigh that whatever you decide is valid and like do you but it's something to be aware of 
the more granular and specific you are. So this person that you're looking for, virile, I'm going to assume that means, I, like, I'm not going to take that in a, well, maybe high sex drive virile or, and or athletic. And I know you, I know this person wants an athletic person. Well-dressed, so it has to come to you that way. Alpha, which sort of tr- most usually translates masculine, not always. Alpha top, so sexual position, that's not hetero. So that's what makes me think this person, you want like a straight acting masculine person when you say alpha, not just dominant, but because there are plenty of dom femmes, plenty. And I tell you from experience, they can be a lot of fun. Blouses, feminine tops. Um, I did not make that up, uh, <laughs> but I heard that once and loved it. So, you know, especially in today's queer community, this is a dying breed. We as a society are really coming to terms with toxic masculinity and tackling it and dismantling it, not o- not only in the gay world, but in the straight world. And I think the gay world is the first t- to, to succumb to that. Whether you consider that to be a good or bad thing, you can decide on your own. But those type of straight passing, like the people who fall into, oh, I clocked them as straight and they're alpha and they're a top and they're emotionally available and they're interested in having a relationship and they're not a complete fucking psycho or weirdo and they don't have aggression issues. Like, there's not going to be a whole lot of them left. So you are looking for a needle in a haystack. In my and as someone who is generally with some some critiques uh, attracted to similar, there aren't a lot. Not a lot. In this world, there are extremely few, I find, people that you're gonna meet and say to yourself, oh my god. This person is someone I want to spend every moment of every day with, or all the time with, or most of my time with. I am deeply infatuated with them. I'm falling in love with them. I don't believe in the one, but there are like a couple ones. You know? If you're someone who could fall in love with literally anyone, you're not being specific enough. And maybe you don't have any quirks or personality whatsoever. You're a blank slate that can adapt to anything. I don't know. I wouldn't want to date someone like that. But your chances are already pretty small. So to put a blinder on for then has to be this and has to be this and has to be this and has to be this. It's just going to be very hard. And with that, again, you are entitled to be attracted to whatever you want to be attracted to. But I always think it's important to understand why. Why are you attracted to this? And not just because it's hot. Like, why? What in your childhood? What kind of figures? What? How does it make you feel? Um, I think the help of a therapist with that. Because I think you'll find when you unpack the reasoning behind the kinds of things that 
you specifically like, you will be able to open your mind to other things that meet that core need and therefore expand and keep you open to even more possibilities. Here's a tricky subject I'm going to dare talk about. I have often in the past confronted, most times very argumentatively, people on the apps who have racial preferences. And that's why I bring up that our subscriber is a person of color, because I'm hoping that this conversation can, what I'm about to say can resonate with them maybe on a very personal or specific level. And I'm going to be my best to be careful as a cis white man. Like, I'm going to, I'm going to try. Please know this isn't the best intentions. But I have argued with people on apps who have said, you know, no Asians, which you don't really see anymore because I think enough people clap back, at least in the New York area. I don't know how it is anywhere else. But white only, I've seen that a lot. And if any of those people ever message me, I usually say like, sorry, I don't think, uh, I read your profile. I don't think I'm your type. Well, why not? Uh, well, it says white only. Well, you're white. It's like, that's not the fucking point. <laughs> the inclusion of that shows that I'm not, you're not my type. Um... But you unpack that. Say someone were to unpack that. Because that's what I always recommend. It's like, okay, you have a very specific preference on what someone looks like. Why? Why does that matter to you so much? Why does it matter, you know, it could be that the person is inherently racist and believes that certain colored people are superior to other people and they can fuck all the way off. It could be something a little more nuanced, still racist, but more, my family wouldn't accept that. My family's racist, and I want someone who can get along really well with my family. Like, oh, I could never take someone like that home to mom and dad, you know? It could be something they're not even conscious of. Well, they just have this internal view that this racial, or not even, they might be totally accepting of interracial couples in other circumstances, not feel any sort of right, but for them. But why? Does he give you, are you worried what people would say? Um, hypothetical people, not even specific people, not even the family. Um, do you feel that, you know, it changes your status in society, how you look towards others? Like, what? Why? Not saying that any of these things are valid or right, but just like, why? What's the reason? Why? Beyond, well, I just don't like them. Because if that's where you stop, then you're not mindful enough to have a relationship, in my opinion. Relationship requires mindfulness. You need to understand your 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 thoughts and your feelings and your opinions and then why you have them. Because that's how communication works. When if you can't if, when you can express to someone not just what you're feeling, but why you're feeling it. That helps build a bridge. Anyway. So I always encourage... Anyway, so for me, I'll talk, let me just talk about myself. There are very few things on the appearance level that I say must, must, must. So I can't think of a single thing that doesn't have like a, well, I'm open to it. One thing I'm pretty sure on is someone who is very, very skinny. Someone who's very, very skinny, I'm generally not attracted to. Though, there have been exceptions. And the reason for that is it makes me comparatively feel big. 
And coming from a family that is obese, all of them, nearly all of them, where I had a mother who all she talked about was how heavy she was, no one was allowed to take a picture of her, how fat other people were. It was the center of her conversations, her thoughts, her feelings. Everything was about how fat she was, how fat other people were. Um, Extremely sensitive, despite the fact how much she talked about it, also extremely sensitive to it. And being around that as a child formed some... It's funny. I, I, I don't mind dating someone... I can find I find a daddy bear occasionally very attractive. Um, I don't mind someone with meat on their bones, but for me, for me to feel or look that way is a problem for me, and that is something that I have to learn. I've gotten a lot better with it, but I have to learn to accept that I don't have to hold myself to that particular standard because the standard's bullshit. I couldn't feel sexy in whatever body type I want to. And valued and and worthy, but but there are society things. We still deal with people, you know, larger people being treated poorly, um, and we have empirical data about that. You know, not getting the promotion, not being paid as as well. You know, anyway. But that's me. So I understand that that the reason that I'm not attracted to a skinny person, a super skinny person is because of how it makes me feel, right? So in looking at your list, how does it make you feel to be with someone who's alpha? Now listen, there are a lot of sort of even like dom-sub relationships, alpha, but you know, all of that. I, personally, like someone who's a bit more alpha in certain circumstances, but a bit beta in other. Um, I'm the corporate cliche, alpha in my life, beta in the bedroom, mostly. I do like to switch it up from time to time. And I want the other person to be reverse. So I get that. But, so does it need, do they need to be alpha all the time? Is it something you can give and take? Because let me tell you, the idea of these sort of like total tops who are super alpha and dumb and don't put anything near my butt and this and that, that's disappearing. And I know a lot of people who are like that in their 20s who are now very verse and are very adamant on not wanting a total submissive bottom because they want to be able to enjoy a little bit of everything and explore different things. So do you need them to be alpha in every respect? Can they be a bit more... Can do, do you need them to be alpha with you like in public and in terms of who feels like the man of the house, but in the bedroom, you can do all sorts of things. That opens it a bit more. Top stuff. I think that's easier. I think there are still like total tops, but in my experience as someone who has dated many total tops, someone who is not, there's a difference between a top who doesn't enjoy the sensation, who has tried it, and doesn't enjoy the sensation. And a top who says, well, I'm, I'm not, ugh, that's not for me. Because the unspoken reason is um, internalized homophobia, um, slut-shamey stuff, um, uh, toxic masculinity. And if that's the reason the person is a total top, stay away. They're not, 
Because if you are the inverse in order to satisfy them sexually, they don't respect you because they view that critically of themselves, which now I'm talking about. Maybe maybe I need to look at that and say the same about me and, and the weight issue. It's possible. I need to think about that. But so think about that, right? That's an even narrower to find a total top who's just because of the sensation, not because of some view of what being a bottom makes you a lesser person a uh you know whatever whatever it is so you gotta hunt for the ones who just don't like how it feels but have no judgment about it in implicit or explicit you know virile athletic i mean is it an aesthetics thing or is it a like a can keep up fitness thing like I do find heavier set guys attractive, but I do not find attractive guys who can't like, like not like I'm going on hikes, but like a guy who couldn't go on a hike or a guy who has problems, health problems. That's different than size. You can have health problems and be skinny. You know? Is it active lifestyle or is it a certain level of physique? And if it's down to physique, listen, muscle guys are hot, but... Nothing lasts forever. And a lot of it is genes. So if the person works out in or or just or eats well, it's my view. I think that should be good enough for virile. If you are requiring someone to have a perfectly sculpted body, again, your laundry your your possibilities become less and less and less so just be prepared that it's possible you'll never find this person and it work out and everything else work out and the person be emotionally available and be close enough to you to have you know if you don't want a long distance relationship like all of those ands if you're adding all these really specific things on top of it you are saying you are it is <laughs> you have to be okay with the fact that this person you may never find them because you're really looking for a needle in a haystack so if it you should really think about and what they look like today when they see you, when they meet you, may not be what they are tomorrow. So I've been going, I've been dating someone right now who is this muscle dude. He is hot, 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 hot. And he has just finished this huge weight journey. I think he was, I don't want to talk about his shit, but he was like over 200 pounds and he's, he's like 5'8". You know, he was a big guy. And he turned it all around because he wanted to. He didn't have to. That was his decision in his life to do that. And there are people. I I have been chubby. I have been skinny. I have I have been all over the place. And like, that's normal human behavior. So unless this person, so uh, unless this person is a professional athlete or a professional dancer or something of that state that just because of their lifestyle keeps them in that phase you know it's hard people oscillate and if you're not okay with that like what kind of relationship does that make if if you know they get a little lazy or they take a vacation or they take a break and they put on a couple pounds and suddenly you're like i can't do this anymore i mean within reason you know do you have a good bound of that 
what if you met them now and they got fit at some point during? Not that you should ever put pressure on people to do that. Like, but what if it just happened? Like our, our caller last week who's on a fitness journey. You know, these things are too... These things are too, these things are too malleable. These things are too fluid. These things change through your life so much that it's really it's my view, babe. Is this just really not important? It's not that important. Start with my advice is to keep all of these things in the back of your mind as these are the things I care about. Right. One, two. To do the work, ugh, millennium, uh, Gen Z phrase, to do the work and investigate why these are important to you. Like the real reasons. Write them out. Talk about it with a therapist. Keep asking. When you get one answer, ask why that, ask why that, ask why that. Get down to the center of it, of what it is. And then once you have that, you may find yourself thinking, huh, that's either something I need to work on for myself or maybe other kinds of people can meet that need in other ways, right? So that opens it up. And then open yourself up and try things outside. You never know what you'll click with. I was someone who was pretty much like, I need someone a little more on the masculine side. I had trouble because I was a bottom. I had trouble with someone who was a little more effeminate topping me. I always felt it was like, it would take me out of it. And then I did it. And just because their authentic self-presenting to the world is femme doesn't mean they can't put on something in the bedroom and don't like to. I certainly like to shapeshift at times. I like to play different stuff. I like to be different people in those scenarios. I have dated plenty. Let's date. Let's use the word dated loosely. I have had dalliances with plenty of guys whom, you know, skinny, a skin, I'm thinking of one in particular, a very handsome guy, skinny, so usually skinnier than I like because, but he was tall, so sometimes tall can outweigh skinny because I still feel smaller. Um, came, I think he came over to my place once in like a mid, like in a crop top, right? Which to me generally is like, mm, I can't see myself with that. And man, can he throw it down as a dumb. And it's hot. And if that's an area I need someone who's a bit dumb sometimes in the bedroom, but everything else is, you know, as long as that can be met, however their, however their authentic self presents, maybe isn't that important. So I say this as someone, I say this with compassion, as someone who used to have a lot of sort of rules and doesn't really have that. My rules are how how people treat you, how open they are, how communicative they are, how in touch they are with their feelings, how mindful they are, if they pay attention to their health, um, their values, that je ne sais quoi, that special sauce of just do we vibe, do we click, do we have a fun time. And you might surprise yourself of all of the different types you might find attractive. But if you're listening to all this and you're like, girl, heard, but no, this is what I want. This is my list. You just got to put it out there. This is exactly what I want. Put it on all the dating apps. Put it on your hookup apps. 
Um, um, when you go out in public, you know, you have to go to gay spaces and look for those people. And, um, but at the same time, understand that what you're looking for is so extremely specific that you need to come to peace with the fact that it is possible. You might find multiple people who meet those criteria, but you don't jive with romantically. Because that's, just meeting those checkboxes is not going to be enough. There's other stuff. So I would say find the connection first and then see how you feel about the, the superficial stuff.